Welcome to Still Cool Sports. This is Liz. It's Remy. And we are playing catch up here for this episode. We have a lot to talk about. Or a little. Or a little to talk about. A lot, a little. It's, just a, it's, a, it's big things, but small things. Like, but less things, I should say. Yes. Now that the season's quieter, it's just a little, it's, it's, it's bigger, but smaller. I, okay. Yes. I haven't even started to talk about hockey and how the Leafs are now in the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Leafs have broken a 19-year curse and made it to the second round. Yes. The last time they did that, I had a flip phone. and A pager? No. Not a pager. I was out of the pager phase, but I definitely had a flip phone. I always wanted a pager, and I was never allowed to have one. On my first job, I bought two pagers. (laughs) I had the money. They're two hundred and ten dollars for life. There you go. I, I, mean, I still like, remember the number. I miss those days of you just paid one time for things. Anyways, we're getting off topic, <laughs> and let's talk right. about basketball. Let's um, go. Let's not this. Let's let's not do non-playoff things first. Let's get that out of the way. Wait, you want to talk about playoffs first? Let's like, do playoffs first. Yeah, let's do let's play-off, do playoffs play-off first. first. And then we'll yeah, talk because, about like envy, you know. Yeah, other. yeah, those other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, this to me, that's the big news. But all right, the playoffs. What, yeah. Because I, I want to stay on those for a little bit. The playoffs, we could just talk about like. How are you, how are you feeling? I mean, we're in the second round now. I, I love mean, the Knicks in Miami. I mean, that's a good series. I, Knicks in Miami is a good series. I, I'm, I like, little, I, I'm still like adjusting to the fact that. Kevin Love made it to the second round in a Miami Heat jersey. Not and is do and is and is playing big. And he's playing big in minutes. Like so, the Cavs made a poor decision letting him walk. Clearly, yeah. I mean, it was one of those things they had to do in the moment. It was maybe. I think they thought. I think it was. He wasn't getting the minutes. He still wanted to play. Maybe just give him a chance to play. I think whenever I see like good players get bought out, I think more it's the agent and the player kind of wanting to get minutes, find a role, better role. Yeah. And the team is just like, okay, well, you've given us every, you've given us so much. How are we going to deny you your only request? So. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, he looks great. He looks great, man. Well, Spolstra can get the most out of, of, of players. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I I, I don't. Sorry, go ahead, sir. No, say what you're saying. I was going to leave off with the series, but Jimmy Butler getting injured. Interesting enough. Is he going to um, be He's back. He's going to be back for the next game for sure. He's not going to sit. He's not, he's not that player to sit out, man. He's a, yeah. he's a tough as nails guy, so. Yeah. He'll be back. He probably yeah. could have played in game two, but it just they just were like, "What's going? What's beating one one? It's not really going to be." Yeah, I mean, I I think I think the I think Miami I think Miami's going to win the series, but maybe not. I don't know. Uh, uh, what, what I, if if the the longer the series goes, the more it goes to Miami. Yeah, because experience always you, you just go out there and and battle, right? So. And, and they, the quick series always go to the younger teams because it's like they're too they're so hype, right? And yeah. it's like, yeah. 
And I think the, the thing that's so interesting to me overall about this playoffs is we're seeing these younger teams, but they're really kind of falling to these old guys, essentially. Like, as, say yeah. what you want about Dylan Brooks's comment, and he's now killed his NBA career. But, I mean, he's not wrong that, like, these guys are old, but they can still get out there. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. As a as a, as a man, young young men always call old, call old men old heads. Yeah. Listen, it's it's when you get older, you know, it's you, you hear that and you hear these young guys call you an old head, and something just just shows up. You know what I mean? It's like, like motivating. It's motivating. Somewhere you get enough. You're hurt the next day. Do not get it twisted. Like LeBron to win game, that game in LA, he had to literally like sit in that hyperbolic chamber for hours and roll back. And I tell you, <laughs> after that game, he went right back into that chamber. You know, I'm going to tell you. That. I, and I, I think that what's, what's interesting is, is these like, and it kind of goes with the still cool ethos that we have here is that you know we're still cool right like it is about people in their late 30s early 40s who are still doing the thing and so I I kind of I appreciate this I appreciate in Miami it's they're kind of older guys in terms of NBA years and the experience I think think in sports too experience is always going to win right so the first game older teams lose yeah. The energy of the younger players always takes over. So they will probably lose most of those games. Yeah. But when it starts to get like back against the wall, they just find it. I don't know what it is. You find it. Sometimes I'd be like, you know, I've been to I've been to places that you're playing ball on the court and you're playing against these old these younger guys and they're beating you. Yeah. And they're like, oh man, this old guy can't guard me. And I don't know what it is, man. Something in here in your brain makes you feel like you're as young as them. Physically, you ain't moving that much harder, but you have gravity and old man weight. You can push on them, right? Yeah. Like LeBron is a heavy person. When he starts to push that weight against you as a young person, you feel it. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know what LeBron coming at me. No. Well, and I'll him. say this. Yeah. I, do, I, I feel bad for Dylan Brooks. Yeah, I do. He just had a bad series. Coupled with your comments and the loss of the of the and you losing the series, it looks way worse than it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think, you think another team will pick him up? This is a bit non. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. I, I I don't really think Memphis is out the window. Maybe somebody made that comment from Memphis and it leaked somewhere, and then a reporter put it out, and it just goes because it's just like a nice narrative, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm sure right now they're like, shit, we said it, but we said it in confidence to each other. We didn't think it was going to spill. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a couple of things with that. They offered him a contract extension in the season. He turned it down because he felt like he wanted more money in a bigger role. So, the, okay. Player, so this every is player like- entitled to that. And because now it's like, okay, we're not going to pay you no big money. Because basically what he did... That's what I was going to say. Is it about the yeah. money, right? By wedding by wedding the bed in the series. Yeah. He basically now can't really look for 
a lot of money because yeah. now teams are going to be like, well, you have poor production in the playoffs mm-hmm. and yeah. we want to go to the playoffs. Yeah. How do we know that you're going to underproduce? Right, right. Like, here's the perfect example. Jordan Poole got $100 million because of his great play in the playoffs last year on his contract year. Look at Jordan Poole this year. The Warriors probably looking like we spent too much money on this guy. But also, he could just have a 30-point game tomorrow. And we forget about all today. And we forget about all the shit. Yeah. Right? So the NBA is, yeah. So before we go to the West Coast, let's go back to the East real quick. Boston? Philly, Boston. What's going to happen? Oh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> Philly got the brakes beat off of them yesterday. But it's, I think the series is going to go back and forth. Yeah, like Miami. The, the te- yeah, the team that wins the first, that wins two games in a row, probably ends up winning the series. That yeah. that getting a lead is, is is huge in these series. Yeah, I don't really. I'm not. I'm, I, I, I'm not a know, fan of any of those teams. So yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I isn't. I think I've said this before about Boston. Is I like the players. I wish they weren't on Boston. I like Jalen Brown. I like. I don't mind Jason Tatum, some of the other players, Marcus Smart. I don't like Boston as an institution. I don't like Boston. You don't like the Tea Party? I don't like Have you been to Boston? Okay, let's. Yeah, yeah, I've been to Boston. (laughs) I mean. I've been been to Boston. I've been been chased out of places in Boston. It's not not like fun. Like, I'm like, this is not a fun. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe I'm just not. It's not. It's fun. it's it's very very much. You know you're in Boston when you're in Boston. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you know I'll leave it at that. I wouldn't say anything more or less about the people of Boston. Yeah, I think I mean, people everywhere are great, but everywhere's got bad apples, and trust me, Boston lets you know. <laughs> let you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they so, let you know. I, I remember they used to do Toronto. The Blue Jays used to do the home and home thing. Oh yeah. You bought tickets to the three the three game series here, and then you took the bus down to Boston and you watched the three game series there, and it coupled into like one price. And they let you know, they let the players know too. Yeah. About so, their mom, about who they are, and why they're not supposed to be here, and a lot of racist things spew out of those fans. But they're not rape. They're not mean. Like you'd be sitting right beside them, they'll hurl the most disrespectful thing at the player and then shake your hand and laugh at you and whatever it's just the sports animal in boston yeah so okay so maybe that's whatever yeah <laughs> we'll we'll leave it at that and i don't love philly however i'm kind of like i you know it's it's n- nice i'm not sure if this is the right word it's nice to see james harden finally playing well and almost like he enjoys basketball or wants to be there if yeah or out of the first round or out of the first round i feel for james harden because james harden in his prime was like the patrick ewing and reggie miller of of reggie miller's and charles barkley's of their prime they met michael jordan yeah they he met steph curry and, and LeBron like James. The, and LeBron James. You're getting beat by these guys in their prime. Even these old men are beating everybody down. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry looks like he's 10. 
So I, it's hard to even think he's older. He runs all the time. So let's let's go to the West Coast. Oh, West Coast. Steph Curry is gonna win their series. Yeah, well, they lost. Yeah, Phoenix lost Chris Paul. He's out for the series. So yeah, unfortunately, gonna, yeah. it's gonna be a hard one for them, unless Kevin Durant starts to score fifty points a game. I don't see it's possible. I wouldn't count him out. I wouldn't that. count him out. But I don't but I think Denver. Is... Yeah, it's too much. Denver is too, Denver looks like the Harlem Globetrotters on the court. They pass the ball so well over their head between people's legs. They finish really well. Jamal Murray is playing well, playing amazing. They're mm-hmm. such a good team. I think they're going to the finals. To be honest, I I said that at the beginning of the. I, I you said did that. you did I, we can roll the tape. You said Denver. I told you no. I know. I did. I know. You told me no. I did. Denver. I still because I still want teams to beat them. And, and didn't I say the Western Conference Finals at one point? I said Denver and the Lakers. Hey, man. <laughs> if I the deeper, the, the deeper the series get, the better LeBron's chances are to win. Yeah, I would actually like to see a Denver. I would like to see a Joker versus LeBron. That would be kind of. Denver will lose because, okay, I'll tell you my theory in this part. Yeah. The reason what makes Golden State Lakers series really well is because you've got tit for tat players. Steph Curry, LeBron James are going to be the focal point of those teams. Yeah. When Denver has to play the Lakers, you have to guard LeBron. You have to play the Lakers. You have to guard LeBron with your best player. Yeah. But that leaves Anthony Davis. Let's talk about the fact that like he's going to be good no matter what. He could have a shitty game, but he'll block shots. He'll grab rebounds. Sometimes that's all you need from your center. It's just like gobble those rebounds up and give us chances to score. Yeah. And and then you've got these other guys on the Lakers that are shooting. This Austin Reeves kid who's, you know. Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves looks like he put on the wrong jersey for the wrong sport. But then he starts to play and you're like, holy. I don't know who this kid is, man. To be honest, I didn't know who he was. I'm not going to lie. Nobody knew. Who I don't he know where he came from. Nobody knew. He, he just he, showed up on the Lakers. He, he's yeah. he's actually s- such a good player because he, to play in LeBron James's orbit is probably one of the hardest things to do, yeah. right? And he's playing. Yeah. Like he, like he's he he's the reason why they're winning. LeBron is obviously gonna do what he has to do, but man, watching him. Hmm? <laughs> you know what his nickname is. Mm, what was it? According to Wikipedia, one of his nicknames, Bill Billy Kobe. Well, that's cold, man. But it was true. It is true. It's true. He's from he's, Arkansas. He is. He's from Arkansas. Arkansas produces him. What did he go to college? Wichita State. Yes, he did. Yeah, okay. Makes total sense now. The year that Wichita State is one of those teams that produces. Like, Great basketball players. Oh, and then he went, okay, actually, he went to Wichita State mm-hmm. for 2016 and 2018, and then he transferred to Oklahoma for 2018 through 2021. Well, he, he played all four years. Transferred. He transferred to Oklahoma, and he had a red shirt year. Yeah, because he can't, yeah, yeah. He went undrafted 
and signed two-way to the Lakers in October 2021. I guess he would have debuted. Debuted. Yeah, he's just one of those players that, like a bit of a, a Tom Brady, you know? Oh, yeah. When, when undrafted, went, well, Tom Brady was drafted, like 120, a 90 something. Have you ever seen those Tom Brady draft photos? <laughs> yes, I have a nice. I have to talk about that I'm, in a different episode. A different yeah, yeah, yeah. No, talk about regular Joe's Tom yeah. Brady. I mean, but those are, but he, and it's perfect for him too because you go at LeBron, you're just going to learn how to play the game properly. Yeah, but yeah. and if you can handle the LeBron orbit, you'll become okay. Yeah, LeBron makes anyone he plays with better. I do think LeBron can sort of see, he sometimes in certain players, he sees in them things like, I feel like he, he protect, can. But LeBron does lie to Every time he says, yo, I know this person was going to be good. I'm like, LeBron, come on, man. I can't know everybody's going to be good. Maybe but he does. always says it. He's always just like, yeah, I knew they were going to be a great player. Like LeBron, come on, man. You can't always know things. He can see in certain players. J.R. Smith, right, is a good example of this. J.R. Smith. One of my favorite players. On another team, he would not have done as well in another environment, but LeBron could bring bring it out of him, bring out the best, I guess, and see where the best was in in him. it's It's the same thing with, like, Steph Curry. These guys look at their players and say, listen, just do what you're best at. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of the rest. That's it. Nice. We all know LeBron, like the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. Team should have been way better. That John Morant gun thing probably killed the momentum that they had. And well, I think they're, they they're uncomfortable. Injured. They had two other players injured that were like in their, I think they're starters and, you know. Yeah, but... I mean, Steve Adams wasn't going to make a difference. They still should have won. There's still, like, the talent is still there. Desmond Bain was good enough. Morant leaving that time for that extended period for something. That hangs over. It doesn't matter if you guys are all friends. It still hangs over. It's still a dark cloud that's there. (sighs) It's a culture change. Simple. They'll, They'll be fine. Yeah. Steph Curry dropped 50 points and beat Sacramento. I know all I know a lot of people thought Sacramento was going to beat the Warriors. Not when Steph Curry you took correct on this. Yeah, I knew he, I I didn't think he was going to do 50, but I was like, Jesus, this guy is trying to beat you guys. He was uh, trying to beat. The old guys are kind of underdogs in a way, which I they're not really. How could you ever ever say LeBron was an underdog? But in a sense in these series, he was. I think there's something to be learned from load management and giving your players more rest, whether it's because of injuries, I'm using quotation hand quotes here, or other other reasons. I think there's something to be said for that. There's obviously something to be said for experience. And the NBA isn't quite ready to change the guard yet. Because we're seeing these younger teams, the Grizzlies, the Cavs are a younger team. Knicks are a young, you know, a bit of a younger team, I think. You know, these got, and I just think we're not quite there to see this like switch over. 
the changing of the guard, if you will. And I think we will be soon, but not this season, apparently. Because I don't even know when that's going to happen. Denver, sort of a changing of the guard. Even though Denver is a great team, I don't think they're a championship team yet. They kind of remind me of the Bucks, in a way, where they've got a lot of good players. They probably win it one one or championship, but they're not gonna. They're not a dynasty team, in the way that that Golden State or any team LeBron plays on. LeBron is his own dynasty, you know, anything like that. Or even Boston is a little bit more of a dynasty team, but that's just because they're it's Boston. So let's talk about the non-playoff things. Yes. I feel like I know how you feel about the MVP award. It was pretty obvious where that was going to go. Giannis wasn't going to win it again because he hasn't done anything better than he did last year. No. Giannis is, yeah. That's number one for me. Jokic, same thing, two years in a row. They're not, they haven't done anything different. Right. So I always think that this award is kind of weird because it's like, are you giving the award for the player that best for, for his team or the player that just does best for the season? Right. Then you give it to MB because, again, if you watch those games, he carried that team through and through. When he didn't play, they didn't look great. And Harden deferred to him as well. Right. So I like that. I, I agree with that one. Embiid has his detractors and his supporters. There's people that really love him and, you know, others who are like an overrated, you know, not that great or whatever. So it's, it's interesting. He's an interesting player for me. And, you know, maybe he's coming into his own and and all of that. So good for him. I'd, it's always hard too for me because I still think like if you're going to go for a true MVP, like the most valuable player in the league, like it, it, it should be like LeBron, basically. <laughs> like LeBron should just win it every year. <laughs> right. That's why the award is skewed, right? Because it can't. Yeah. It's, it's like when Steve Nash won it, the Suns had the best record. Kobe had a better year, but they gave it to Nash, right? Well, yeah. If you're the most valuable player of your team, then okay, that makes a little bit sense. But if you're talking about the most valuable player in the league, like I don't think it's Embiid, right? Like, but you don't I guess you don't want to give it to the same person every year. I don't know. They're trying to be a little more fair. I don't know. Yeah, I think also too, like you just look at like his win share when they played. Like he was the most dominant guy on the on the court. Right, it's like teams like True. when Jokic won, it was two years that Jamal Jamal Murray was injured, right? And Jokic yeah. was the top guy for those ones. Yeah, and then we could talk about the Bucks here. Yeah, the Bucks and their decision to fire Mike Budenholzer. Yes. So the co- man, the coaching shakeup this year, it's really like, this is a really a big coaching shakeup this year. I mean, so is Nick Nurse, the question becomes, is Nick Nurse going to go to the Bucks or go I to think the Bucks are just going to upgrade 
within. You think they're going to upgrade within? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, their assistant coach that's there, he's getting all these calls from other teams. So they might just go within. A lot of times, like, the assistant coach on the teams has more closeness with the players. Yeah. So it's an easy transition up. Yeah. Sometimes. Like Nick Nurse from the Raptors. It was Dwayne yeah. Casey, but Nick Nurse was right there. And it gave it to Nick. There's been some talk for the Raptors with Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse's replacement, her name is escaping me, is going to throw her hat into the job or into the arena for the job. Well, yeah, they're going to interview her. I don't, listen, I don't think she's going to do it. She's a great coach. Great with X and O's. Probably do want her to be Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Yeah, I would love to see a woman head coach. There will be a woman to do it. I wouldn't be surprised if she ends up coaching the Bucks, though. Oh, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if she says, why would I want to coach the male team when there's so much good women players and women teams that need the need the spotlight right now? That's true, she, too. Right? She's a champion. She just won the championship. Right. So I I I I would think I think it would be amazing. I think the I think she's earned the respect of the league and the players in the league. Right. But I don't know if she should leave. That's true too. I mean, that's that's the thing too. When you're in a good situation, it's hard to leave. If the the Raptors are are not in the place right now, they're going to be rebuilding. That's yeah. a lot of pressure to put on her. I'm sure she can handle it, but again, why would you want that pressure when you have a winning situation? Right. And well, and well, so the Bucks, if if. If a coach, like a coach like her or any coach goes to the Bucks, I mean, is it going to be rebuilding or are you going to be just working with what you have? That's another question that has to be asked. Right, because who says that? Who's Is Giannis going to stay? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll I mean, I know, I know. I know all of the Raptors fans out there are dreaming of Giannis. Giannis is to come down, man. Giannis is going to watch. He's going to be in Toronto for Taste of the Danforth. And then you know it's popping. I mean, that's not until like what? When is Taste of the Danforth? August? Yeah. It's, it's, that's it's a long right. time. It's, no, no. He, does, he can't get traded. In, he won't get traded in the summer. He'd have to demand a trade. It's going to take, that'll take a little bit longer. Oh, he's not, when is his free agency? He's got a couple years. Oh, right. He'd have to demand it. Hmm. He'll have to demand that trade, which could happen because he said he doesn't want, does he, does not want to play without Bootenhauser as his coach. So, so, so Bootenhauser comes to, to the Raptors and then maybe that's the, maybe that's the strategy. Yeah, I don't know if I want him here. But anyways. I yeah, I don't know if you know, I don't know if Giannis at this point is what the Raptors want or need. Or, you know, and he may stay where he's at. Who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe he'll retire. I think I think the Raptors if you're having interviews right now and you're interviewing her Becky to be your coach on your team. Yeah. I think there's you have to kind of look at uh, maybe you just get a get a sense of how she feels about the city 
because you're about to bid to have a WNBA team here. So why wouldn't you? You've already talked to her. So maybe it's a double, a double edge, a double thing. Like you can't talk to her about something that's not here, but you could just if it, if the, if if we get a WMEA team here, which is probably going to happen, mm-hmm. that's your you know maybe it's like hey, listen, I know your coach. You have you have your good coaching thing happening in Vegas right now, but. We have a job for you when you're ready. But you can... here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I think as a woman, I'd be kind of annoyed if someone did that. If they they were like dangled this job that would be a groundbreaking job for me. But then they're like, oh, but actually we, we, we want you to. Oh, no, no, no. You wouldn't say it in the same interview for sure. No. and, and... But, but you would just like, I think as an organization. Right. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I, I think that that they have to. I would, I as a woman, I would only want to be interviewed if I was being seriously considered. I don't want to be interviewed because to make you look good. I don't want to be interviewed because you're actually interested in me for this other job. Like, well, no, I'm, I mean, well, I'm saying in the in the event that she says because the thing is, everybody's like, maybe the Raptors won't pick her for the job. I'm like, maybe she won't pick the Raptors. Raptor. She has to say yes. Well, this is true. So right? if she says no to you. As a Raptors coach, that doesn't mean she won't say no to you to coach your WNBA team, right? right? Maybe she, maybe she just wants, like, she's a winner, right? Does she want to come to a situation? Yeah, that's she's not been on winning. The Spurs. She's been on the. She's been right, like the championship yeah, team. She's not trying. MLSE is 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 that is a good. I think also in Toronto, it's a good place to be to do that because again although we could be progressively like yeah a woman could coach an NBA team I think that's a great idea there's not a lot like you know you don't want to like I mean in America you this will not be the easiest thing to go over so to be away from American media is great like everybody that plays here that comes here likes it here because it's quiet you're not yeah. really like drowning with information yeah. But I would I I personally I know I know she'd be a good coach. I mean she coached she coached Pirtle for a couple of years. She's the assistant coach, so she deals with the she deals with Pirtle. He's gonna tell you guys that she's a great coach. She didn't nobody on their team complained about her. If you know your basketball, you learn your basketball from anybody that knows basketball. Right? And she and she likes to yell and fight. And get texts, so she she fits right in as a coach. <laughs> she likes to get her technicals. Well, yeah. that's, that's the thing. The players like you more the more you fight for them. Like, yeah, you know when to get technicals. Like Popovich is the best at it and the worst because they don't like to give him a technical because they know he's doing it on purpose. Right. So he really has to do something, and they're like, God, God, and then they give him the technical, and then his team ends up winning because he does it at the right time. Yeah. So. so yeah, it's 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 gonna be good. The Raptors search is gonna be good. Um, Bucks are Bucks. searching. I think the T Wolves are looking for a coach. Um, you. Got their coach. Who who sent a cheap shot at Toronto? Well, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> uh, so we could send them a cheap shot too. You know, the Houston but. Rockets coach. You mean the what's his yes. name? Oh, yes. that guy's a that guy's a yes. Well, it's good he didn't. It's he's listen. I'm from Toronto. 
there's a lot of beautiful women here. He wouldn't have been able to coach here properly. This is just, I'm just telling you that right now. You need to come here with all your checks and balances. Do you notice that all the players for the Raptors and all their coaches and stuff, everybody's married. It's a big family thing that they do here in Toronto. Not everybody well, is married. Well, they got girl who's not married. OG's engaged. Siakam's oh, got a long time girlfriend. Yeah, man, they're all married. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to see their wife, but they have like even when like Larry and those guys were here. Is is Trent the culture? The culture of the Raptors was the wives traveled, the kids all were together. Yeah, they did a that on purpose. Family thing. Yeah, so that the players were, you know, you have young players on your team. That's how you get caught up. Right, so if you have your veterans are bringing their wives and kids around all the time and kind of like teaching you not how to, to play, not to and, go wave a gun in a strip club, John Morant. Like, I mean, it's America, man. People wear strip guns and strip clubs all the time. His problem is not the gun; <laughs> it's your friend. Well, yeah, no, it's the friends. The friends are the part. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like who, up. like, why would you think? The guns is you the should problem, take this. but the friends are the problem. You should, why, why should you tape it? Why no, do, it's, it's, a, it's a generation. His generation is a generation that wants to put everything on their phone. I know. No, it is. It is. You know, when you look at like Le, LeBron, you look at Drake actually is like this too. You never see things they don't want you to see. And yeah. you know... LeBron, when he's kicking it with his boys or whatever, there are no phones around. There are no, like, they they just keep it tight, right? It costs, but, but this is the thing. John Moran's not there yet because you don't have that money. That costs a lot of money. To have that privacy, it's not cheap. You can still, though, like. You've got to, like, when you go to a restaurant, LeBron's got to make sure that this restaurant is paid out for the time that he's there. Yeah. So there's no access, right? Drake does well, the same thing. John Morant's on a rookie scale, right? No, he just got his first off of it. So maybe. I mean, I mean it's not just you've seen about all the money. money in the strip club, so Yeah, right? It. Like you it's not just about the money, it's also about like how you move in yeah. in the world. Like like LeBron like well, LeBron in high school they had to tell him like don't ask him for autographs, right? So like it, it, it's kind of like learning to move in a way that doesn't where people respect that as well, you know, about you and your friends respect that and they know, and they can kind of protect you. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah. Right. You have, you said when you, when you get money, people around you start to act crazy. Okay. And John Moran, he's just, He's in that space. I think everybody's kind of had it. His was just a lot louder because he was, right. he's a superstar, right? He's right. not like getting to superstar well, level. He, he's I mean, there. You see it in music all the time. Like imagine if they would have had cell phones in the eighties with some of these rock stars and stuff. Imagine if they had cell phones and like, imagine if they, took, the they paid attention to that in the, the early 2000s, even yeah exactly i mean there were tons of times where it's like they you know people would have been dead sooner (laughs) i worked in the music industry for 10 years yeah you know i know so it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot of party you don't think it's a lot right because you're like yo i should be able to do this and nobody should 
be mad at me for just being young. Young and having a good time, right? And for and 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 you're in the midst of cancel culture too, where it's just like you do have a slip up. Everybody's trying to take all their money back that they promised you, right? So it's like in that space, why would you do these things? Right. No, you you have to be much more careful. Like if I think of even you know when I was young and in college, like I didn't have to be nearly as careful as I would now if I were young and in college because like you're hanging out with your friends and the minute someone pulls out their phone and thank God, thank God, like no one had phones back then. So oh, I, you know, you I don't. feel for these kids. Yeah, well, of course. Like, I mean, because, but I don't, I feel for them to an extent. right? Yeah. Because... But then also like, you got to learn. Come on. On that note, we're running out of time yeah. for what, for this episode is kind of a short, fast episode. We have lots more to talk about, which we will, and other sports to talk about. We got to start working that in. And so we will see you next time, probably in a couple of days when we record again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All Definitely. Right. And that is all. Have a make good sure one, you, guys. Oh, watch, sure. watch some sports. Watch some sports, like and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.